Welcome to the PA Sprint Series podcast, where we talk about race saver sprint cars and showcase the drivers, teams, and history of the most competitive sprint car series in the country. I'm Stephanie Dotson, former driver and current announcer for the series, and I'm joined by Rod Ort, regional director. Coming up on this show, we'll talk about where the PA Sprint Series has raced the past three weeks and give a shout out to some of the drivers. We'll also talk with driver Darren Bullock from Moyock, North Carolina, who competes with various race saver series across the nation. Welcome to the show. Well, I'm here with Rod, and we are going to recap what's been happening the past couple of weeks. Uh, Rod, who's been winning where? Well, we've had uh, what four, uh, four, four races and three different winners from three different states. So, so that that's kind of neat. Um, most recently, with uh, Johnny Scarborough at uh, Path Valley and uh, Garrett Bard again at Port. Uh, Dylan Schatzer picks. Uh, picked up a win down in Dixieland, uh, and uh, I see that Eagle got running. Uh, Stuart Snyder picked up the win that the first week out there, and uh, Shayla Helgett. Um, I, I'm guessing that's uh, Shayla Maid got uh, got married and has a new name. Uh, we are on to uh, we we didn't talk a little bit about some of our people from. Uh, first week at Sealands Grove that we thought we should touch base on. Correct. Yeah, we had Christian Rumsey on the show who won our first week out with 51 cars in attendance there at Sealands Grove. But I, we also wanted to give some shout outs. Uh, we have a large female contingency this year and Cassandra Minium and Marie McVeigh both qualified for the A-Main through their heat race. Uh, Cassidy Kreitz, uh, driver out of Sinking Spring, her father's the legend Donnie Kreitz. Uh, she finished fourth in the A-Main. Um, you know, we had a lot of heavy hitters, unfortunately, um, getting knocked out of that first race. Um, Nick Swagger, Devin Adams, Jeremy Hansen, Doug Dodson, Kyle Keen, a lot of them were running up in the front, had mechanical issues or tire issues. And so, you know, I'm sure they were looking to improve in the next couple of weeks. How about um, the second week at Sealands Grove? Yeah, second uh, week at Sealands Grove, uh... Uh, Garrett Bard picked up that win. Um, was uh, was another good race. Forty one cars uh, at Sealands Grove that week. Um, uh, Kenny Kenny Hefner was running really well before uh, he had some contact and and uh, brought out a red flag. Uh, really looking forward to Kenny uh, doing well this season. Uh, Mike Alleman, uh, one of our original racers. Um, finished fourth he was he was actually going for the lead there and uh, uh, I think he I think he showed Bard the nose a little bit too early uh, and then there was a few yellow flags um, Derek Houck uh, from 19th to second at Sealands Grove really looked good and and, and since then and uh, rookie uh, Jenna Schatz in her second race uh, qualified for the feature you know out of 41 cars which a pretty impressive accomplishment um, then uh, week three, 
Yeah, for sure. We then this past weekend, we were at Path Valley on Saturday night, and that's where Johnny Scarborough of Vermont won. Uh, and when we were there, um, our he was a rookie last year, uh, Jake Fry, car number 56. He jumped out to the early lead and had up to a three second lead at one point. He was lapping cars with ease. And unfortunately, about the halfway point, um, his he caught a spinning car and had front end damage and had to be towed off. So tough break for uh, Jake Fry there at Path Valley. And then on Sunday, we were at Port Royal. We had 43 cars in attendance. Um, Garrett Bard picked up his second PA Sprint Series win of the season. Uh, again, Derek Houck, who started at the end of 2019, um, he, was, he came from 15th uh, to win the B main. And then in the A main, he picked up the Penns Valley Meat Market Hard Charger Award uh, by advancing from 21st up to 10th. So three impressive runs back to back for him. Also uh, rookie Drew Boyer, car number 21. It was only his third race. He qualified into the feature at Port. Um, Dylan Proctor had a great weekend overall. He finished uh, third at Path Valley and second at Port Royal and he was one who finished third in the national IMCA race saver rookie points last year and again back to our females we had Christina Pratt in only her third uh, race out uh, getting help from her modified standout Richie Pratt uh, her husband um, she won her heat race and then also long-standing PA Sprint Series member who's been with us time and time again Aaron Statler also won a heat race yeah, definitely. Just kind of an overview of, of all the, all that. Um, it just shows there's just a, a ton of talent um, in in the series and and around. Um, you know, even at Eagle, you got uh, a lady winning one week um, and a, and a guy another week. Um, strong performance by the the rookies, the ladies. Um, good racing overall. Absolutely. Uh, let's go talk with Darren Bullock. In this week's episode, we have driver Darren Bullock from Moyak, North Carolina. He's been known to cross Mason line, Mason Dixon line quite a few times since 2012. Darren, welcome to the show. All right, thanks for having me. So, Darren, you have the nickname of the Moyak Missile. Uh, can you give uh, listeners an idea of how you got that nickname? Yes. Oh. Uh... It actually, it's it's some racers with the Virginia Sprint Series came up with it. Uh, unfortunately, it's for the wrong thing in a sprint car. Uh, oh. at a, one of the tracks we run, uh, we actually normally run pretty good there. And uh, that night we were running the top side, probably when we shouldn't have been, harder than we were. And I launched off of uh, turn two, uh, leading the race. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I actually launched, did a little uh, Dixie flip kind of thing, never touched the top wing and came down the trees. And uh, that's where the Moyak missile started. You Moyak uh, missiled it right into the trees. Yes, yes. And, I, and I, the funny part is when French, when the nickname got around the French and uh, Jim Haynes, they wanted to know if it was a guided missile or unguided missile so but that's where that started yeah wow so where exactly is Moyak? because i know i'm you you normally run with the virginia sprint series you've joined us uh quite a few times in 2019 
Uh, where exactly is Moyoc located? Moyoc is, uh, I tell people, a lot of people are familiar with the Outer Banks. Uh, so if you're coming to the Outer Banks, when you come through Virginia to get to the Outer Banks, you have to go through Moyoc. So it's just south of uh, the Virginia line. So that's right around the Dixieland area, right? Yes, I'm, I'm actually closer to the water or closer to the ocean than Elizabeth City. So I'm about 30 minutes east, 35 wow. minutes east of uh, Elizabeth City. Very nice. Would you consider Dixieland your home track then or what's closest to you? Oh, yes, definitely. Dixieland's probably closest to me. Uh, I actually started racing bombers, streetcars uh, with my brother in 95. So it's that's where we started racing. And uh, pretty neat when we got into sprints, we we got to go back there. So it's, it's pretty cool. Well, that's pretty neat. That was going to be one of my questions was your racing history. So you started out in the Bombers. Was there anything in between that and the IMCA Race Saver Sprints? Yes, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Uh, we, we started out in Bombers. Me and my brother bought our first car together. And uh, dad was building motors for us back then. And we moved on up through the Sportsman. Uh, and in this area, it was kind of it's kind of different between sportsmen and limited late models, depending on what track you went to. Uh, so we, we moved up to limited late models uh, and went to General Motors Speedway. Uh, ran up there for quite a few years, back and forth between VMS and Dixieland. Uh, we ended up winning a championship in 03 uh, in stock cars and sportsmen. And then, uh, and actually, our, our, our short term i guess in stock cars in 06 we we i sold everything i sold out was getting out in the racing wow all together and that's uh i got a phone call from my cousin matt that they were starting a sprint series at jim speedway and uh that's one thing i've always had a passion for is to be able to wheel a sprint it's just there's not a lot of sprint car racing in this area so uh yeah, we got back into racing. The little chunk of money I had from selling my stock car stuff and motors and parts, we sold everything. And uh, long story short, we met up with Doug Esch uh, and bought a roller from Mr. Leach and Doug Esch. And uh, now we're sprint car racing. Wow, so you traded in some body panels and you've never looked back. <laughs> uh, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> how, yeah. many years, how many years have you been uh, sprint car racing now? Uh, we started in 07. Yes, I guess it's 13, 13 years. This is our 13th yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, we got a, a pretty good start in, in for getting into sprints and uh, had a lot of good help at the beginning, and we had pretty good success early, uh, which probably didn't help my driving skill early on <laughs> as much as it should because it was a flat-on-the-mat type track. And, uh yeah, that's how we got started. We actually won two championships, uh, 08, 09 at VMS, which it's kind of weird because 08 was considered somewhat race saver, but then they were trying to get away. That's a whole long story. 09 actually got away from race saver, uh, which was a long story short. It was a mistake, mm -hmm. uh, I should say. And then we hooked up with French in the Virginia Sprint Series in 2010 and uh, really enjoyed racing with those these guys. Uh, and uh, kept on going still going so the virginia motor speedway that was all pavement stuff no that was dirt it was oh, a half mile dirt, dirt. Track. yeah yeah okay the uh sawyer family bought it out years ago we raced there years ago in stock cars when it was called mid bay raceway 
Mm. It used to be a big Habit Tampa uh, track. And then uh, they're real big in late models. And they started a, they, actually, the French group, Virginia French Series raced there before I got involved, uh, Race Saver. Then they wanted to kind of tear off and do a uh, their own deal with Race Saver as a track themselves. And uh, it worked for about three years. And then they uh, they went different ways. So. So what is it about the, um, what is it about Race Saver that you appreciate? Uh, uh, a lot of things, actually. Uh, we've had opportunities to go different routes, uh, but the one thing that's kept us in the Race Saver is, and I learned this a lot in stock cars as well, is, is the rule package. Uh, the rules are a big deal, I, we believe, and I've been around uh, a lot of stock car racing that the rules are not policed as well. And at the end of the day, that costs the racers money. Uh, we're, we're a small family team, you know, and the monies there are not there. We've had sponsors throughout the years helping us out, which is a great deal, but it's not always there. Uh, I'd say the rule package, uh, the race server group as a whole, uh, the, the people that lead it, uh, you know, Rod, French, uh, these people have a passion for racing. And, and, and they see the full circle. Uh, and that's between the tracks, the racers, the rules, and, and uh, sponsors that can come in. Uh, they see the full deal. So that's part of it. Uh, and, and what's cool about Race Saver, we're able to go now more so than when I started uh, anywhere in the country. We right. can't go too far out. But, you know, if we, we decided to want to go two or three states away, we can do it. And we're racing against... The, the same rule policies. Right. Well, and I, I was kind of doing some research and I found on Facebook an in-car video compilation of you from the nationals out in Eagle, Nebraska. Um, do you do that trip often? Uh, yes, we, we've actually, uh, we'll be going, we're, we're going to try to go back again this year. We've, we've made it every year since they've had it. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. How, when did they start? uh 2013 uh, oh my gosh and you've gone every year yeah i think uh, quite a few of the virginia guys uh make that trip uh every year I that's mean, incredible uh, yeah yeah it's it's uh it's pretty crazy <laughs> actually but they, yeah in 2013 i actually won the nationals uh rod was there as a matter of fact at, you, at French. you won the track. nationals in 2013 yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, a oh, lot yeah. Of, yeah. A lot of people don't know that, you know, they, they feel like the Nationals started at, at Rogers. Um, but um, they, you know, the Nationals went on. I think the first one that run, I think um, Jason Schultz uh, won the first Nationals down yeah. at Central Track, right? When French was running the Nationals. I, I believe so. That that was before my, my time with, with, yeah. race, with race here, but I, I think you're correct. Yeah, no. and what and while French was still running the nationals, um, uh, yeah, Darren, I, and I, and that just actually came to uh, my memory as we got on here. You know what? He did win the nationals one year, and I wondered which year it was. Um, and I think you know, I, I believe that was one of the most difficult calls I ever had from French when he said that he was going to move the nationals to to Eagle because he it, it's meant so much to him. Um, oh yeah, and and uh, and of course, I'm sure all you guys knew that, and that, you know, with the history there. 
Um, so, you know, you've been, been going out there and, and repre representing uh, French's group quite well every year. And, and it's a lot of fun, um, especially since the Virginia guys are out there. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It's, it's a good time. I, it's, it's kind of funny. And I, I don't, I never got the, the real reason from Rod, I mean, from uh, Roger. And I, I think it was a total invite, but 2013 was also the same year that they, they went out West with the nationals. So actually in 2013, there was basically two nationals. Yeah, there I guess was, so. Yeah. And, uh, I remember I, I got the invite, uh, through French, French called me and said that, uh, me and a couple of guys were invited, you know, personally from Roger Hayden to come on out. I thought it was more so to, uh, be able to, uh, kick the, kick the tail off the guy out of the East coast more, more so than a race, but, uh, and they did, we got our butts kicked out there. Uh, but it's a different deal, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great deal. It's, it is sad to see the nationals go that far out. Uh, but at the same time, I think French had to look at it as a national event and to get it more centralized and, uh, Eagles are awesome racetrack. Uh, yeah. it's a great place for that facility. I mean, for that type of race, and they uh, they put on a great show. For that amount of cars, uh, the first year, I think it was uh, close to what y'all had in port back then. I think it was 60 or 70 cars uh, as a national event. And then it's out there, it seemed to grow each year. Uh, a couple of years ago, it was it's it stayed above 100-plus cars each year. So it's, uh, it's a pretty big event. I'm yeah, like being being centralized like that, the travel is is um, is more possible, um, you know, for so many teams. Oh, it's definitely. I mean, uh, last year or the past two or three years, we've had guys from California, uh, Texas, you know, from all over uh, Pennsylvania. Obviously, some guys from PA came out, and that was really good to see. Uh, and they did very well. I think Newland was uh, – he made the A the first time he came out. So, uh yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a good deal being centralized. It's not as easy for the guys on the East coast, but it's, then again, it's not easy for the guys in California either. Uh, but it's, uh, they seem to always get the cars and it's, it is a hell of a show. That's for sure. It's a lot of fun. I yeah, we sure, we sure like to see some of them guys come this direction every once in a while. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Uh, I think, I think the port race again, the season would be a great, a great show for some of those guys to come. Uh, that's been a big show in the East Coast for a long time. Uh, I wish they could make the trip. Cause I, and, I, and I think some of the guys would like to, especially with, with some of the, the track history we have on the East Coast. Uh, it's just the opportunity. It's not easy for all teams to travel. So. Yeah, absolutely. Darren, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm impressed by the amount of, of what, at which you travel. Like, I'd be curious to look at all the different tracks that you've visited and raced at. Uh, quite a few. Quite a few. Uh, that's one thing me and dad and my brother, when he, he was first involved with us, that's one thing we definitely like to do is, is go to different places, meet different people. Uh, we've, we've gathered a lot of friends throughout the years and that's, that's part of it. When we get to go to some of the Carolina races, I see guys that I raced with two, three years ago. When I go to PA, uh, I see guys, you know, back when I started running PA, that's when Tom work was, uh, heading this deal up in, uh, I had some pretty neat conversations with Tom work that taught me a lot. Uh, and I, I treasure those, 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 those conversations and those, those friends that we meet, you know, along the way. And on top of that, we get to drive wing sprint cars and uh, 
challenge for the win when we can. <laughs> Sounds yeah. Like it's always fun. It's always having fun uh, when we, we get uh, we get to see you guys, get to see your dad. And and most of the time it is, it's just you and your dad traveling, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not easy by any means. It's a lot of work with me and him. Uh, but yeah, it's just mainly just me and him traveling. Uh, and then back home, it's the same deal. Uh, maintenance on the car throughout the week, washing the car, motor work, all that stuff is, is either me or dad. Uh, and we had a, it just quick note, we had a tough weekend this past or two weekends ago. Uh, we actually first had our first couple of races of the season. We, we had some motor problem on Friday night <laughs> and it was, uh, are we done for the weekend or are we going to head to Fayetteville in, uh, Actually, we I stayed up till four thirty in the morning changing the motor out to oh. make sure we make the show at Fayetteville the next day, and that's that's tough to do with a two person team. But Absolutely. we we make it work. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to worry about bumping into a bunch of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was uh, it was the lonesome me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's tiring. You have to really love it in order to make that work with the two of you. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it, it can get tough at moments. Uh, most time it's not. Uh, we try to, to, to work our schedule to, you know, we, we work our race schedule around our life schedule. Uh, mm -hmm. Life comes first, I guess. Uh, years ago when we ran for championships and all is a little bit different and, and my girls were babies and things were a lot easier, but now that uh, life's more important, I guess you say. So we race when we can, we try to stick to, two two to three races a, a month uh sometimes we we run more if if the schedule needs to but uh yeah it gets tough that's for sure well i i think i was looking at an interesting fact you know i think we're up to we've already run 60 cars through here of 90 that are scheduled with us and typically through a year we get 120 um right. through pennsylvania and and it's you know, so you would think, well, we must have 80 cars every night, you know, but um, everybody's that way. We structure everything so that, um, you know, we, we don't expect you to race every week, race when you can, when it's important and, um, and don't get burned out, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's for sure. And, and that's what kind of got us in stock cars. Uh, we ran for championships for five or six years straight. And uh, that's a lot of racing and definitely more so I'd say in stock cars. Cause that was every weeknight after work, we were working on fixing fenders and, and, and keeping up with our stuff. Uh, and, and that's what happened to me more or less in 2006 uh, to where I was getting out of, getting out of racing and starting a family and everything else. Uh, that was more important at the time. And then I heard there were sprint cars coming. <laughs> so then we, uh, we got back into it and, and we started that out chasing championships and so forth but right now with our deal uh we just we don't run for points we just race when we can Darren I you know I'm much newer to the series than you are and um I saw last year even with all your traveling because you came up to Pennsylvania I think like eight eight or nine times I thought I counted uh but you still you were fifth in the Virginia Sprint Series points and you said, you know, back when we first started, you were chasing championships. Do you have, do you have race saver championships or, you know, were you in close contention there? Or what was that? Uh, like? 
Well, that's uh, not not as a not as a series or or not with junior sprint series. No, that the, the the one championships that I still say was a race saver championship was 2008 at Jim Speedway. At gotcha. that time, it was it was under race saver. Yes. Uh, but no, I don't have a regional championship. No. Okay. Uh, and but you still have little, much success in the series in race saver in general. Yeah, we 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 compete. Uh, we try. That's for sure. Uh, like I said, I've never, since I've gone to Virginia Sprint Series and committed to their group, I've never actually ran for points. It just, it just falls out that way. I can say this, and I joke with Jim Haynes uh, about it. I think the past two years, if you take away the asphalt racing, uh, we would have two or three championships. <laughs> Do you so, know about other shows or? Uh, I don't. I only run the one uh, here close to us, which is Langley Speedway. Uh, mainly because it's close to us and mm-hmm. uh, it just works out. But I don't go to some of the other asphalt uh, races. It's just, I don't know. I, I raced asphalt in limited late models years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's not my type of driving style. Never really worked out back then and it probably wouldn't work out. Still, we do okay in the asphalt, uh, but it's it's just a different deal. It Correct. really is. It, uh it's just a little bit tougher for me to, to get a grasp with the asphalt. Yeah. Just, just, just as a note, the, the Virginia Sprint Series runs some, actually runs some asphalt races because, I mean, it's, it's hard to get uh, dates on the schedule down there. Um, yes. And obviously yes. you don't run the race saver. A lot of times I'll say, well, do they run that race saver tire when they run asphalt? No, they, <laughs> they, they're running those slicks or whatever. I know uh, Aaron Statler actually went down and uh, – and ran somebody's car had a had kind of a kick doing that but yeah she, you know, she she did very well she did real good yeah um you know and it made me think here we you know we're trying to expand out here a little bit um and and talking to you and um you know tell us uh, tell us about uh, who are the hot shoes down there i know that uh, north carolina is doing a real good job um with uh with the series down there and uh, and virginia sprint series who who are the who are the hot dogs that you're up against uh, on a on a weekly basis in in your region? Uh, uh, I'd say on a weekly basis with the Jim Sprint Series, uh, you got the Harris is always real strong. He's, oh yeah, uh, he's probably our 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 top guy in Jim Sprint Series. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, most of the guys that run with us, depending on what track you go to, uh, they can all win. There's no doubt. Uh, uh, and then you get into the Carolinas, same deal. Uh, they got some, they do have some rookies coming into it, uh, that are, but they're getting fast as well. Uh, Nick Tucker down there in Carolinas is, is tough to beat. He's always real strong in the Carolinas. Uh, McLean's are pretty strong, uh, down there as well. Uh, but then again, they got some guys that, that have been doing it for a couple of years now and they're getting just as fast as, as everyone else. So. Yeah, I think I think the the thing that's kind of kind of universal with this is everybody has a has a chance to win, and it seems like you get somebody uh, real good in there. All of a sudden, uh, you know, everybody's paying attention. They kind of adapt and learn, and um, and it kind of picks up everybody else's game. Um, and yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you've seen that over the years, and probably. Um, saw some of that and picked up your own game, uh, you know, learning. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I, 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 it's funny. My, my first year in the wing sprint, uh, one of the, what I call the, one of the hot shoes that came to race with us was from PA Craig Fulmer. And, uh, he taught me quite a bit. He taught me a ton, actually. Him and between him and the phone calls to Doug Esch, uh, I was trying to learn as much as I could each week. But just what you're saying, trying to keep up with the the uh, the faster guys that've been doing it for a while, or or just fast in in general. Uh, but Craig Fulmer, he was he was kind of my lead guy. I kept trying to be as fast as he was, and took a lot of advice from him, and actually beat him the last race of the season. Uh, <laughs> And then we went on the next season and we were pretty big competitors for uh, the next season going for the, the championship back then. And uh, I no longer got any tips and notes from Craig Fulmer at that point, but <laughs> yeah, you beat him. Uh, but no, you're exactly right. Yeah. It, it is funny how it works, but yeah, you're exactly right. You, you see the, the, the newer names, uh, you know, that come up in each region that, that are, you know, let's say up on their game or faster than the others. And uh, that's what everybody, Everybody kind of shoots for that competition. So, Darren, what's on your schedule for this year? What's it look like? Uh, unfortunately, my, my my one go-to race of the year was early on up in PA at Williams Grove. I wanted to get back mm -hmm. there uh, pretty bad. We've we've had one good race there, even though we finished in the back, but the feeling I had it with the car and just getting around the Grove better than we ever have uh, was a good deal. And then the last time we were there – we had some motor issues. Uh, so I just, I really want to run the Grove good one day. Uh, so that, that, you know, with the whole COVID deal, uh, that kind of changed things. But uh, we're looking to go to Hagerstown this weekend. We just had, a, like I said, a double header in the Carolinas uh, two weeks ago. And that was a pretty good deal. Uh, but we got Hagerstown coming up. Uh, we do have that asphalt race at Langley Speedway in Virginia. Uh, Natural Bridge, we're hoping gets going here soon. Uh, you had a win there last year, didn't you? Uh, we did, and that's that's uh, another long story. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I've been trying to win, believe it or not. Natural Bridge, I remember uh, going there the first time in 2010, and uh, thought that I could do well at that track. And man, that track will really throw you for a loop because when you get there, it's holding moisture and it's banked and it's fast. And you blink an eye, and it slicks off terrible. Wow. In, uh, not terrible. I shouldn't say terrible. But it slicks off a lot. And uh, we've been junked there for many times. And I've been laughed by French when he was driving. And I'm like, man, how is he carrying that speed? But anyway, long story short, we've been trying to win there for 12 years. And wow. uh, for the first time last year. And we had to win for it. I had to race Mike Laris. If, if you've seen the video, uh, lap after lap, he was on the inside. And what you don't normally do at Natural Bridge is run a, a higher line. And I was I was making a higher line work. It was probably one of the best races I've had in, uh, I don't know, five or six, five or six years. So it was, uh, it was not an easy win. And Laris had the faster car. He just was very polite on how he drove me. That's for sure. So, but it, it was it was a big win for me and Dad because you know you've been doing it. For, I've been doing it for long enough. You don't know when the next win's going to come, uh, or if it ever is going to come. And when your your years are winding down, it's always good to remember that uh, we can still do it. Correct. Kind of gives you that boost for the rest of the season too. 
Yes, and then we go get our tails whooped the next week, but that's that's part of it sometimes. <laughs> but you remember that you won just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you, you hang on to those victories because they're they're definitely not easy. It's cool that um, it, it was uh, it was a it was a good race too. Um, can you can you give us in your in your uh, your best French Grimes, you know, what would have happened if you'd have got together with that guy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I got to be polite on the, on the speaker, I guess, with Fritz, <laughs> but no, I love French to death. Uh, I've gotten to know him throughout the years. Uh, we didn't definitely did not hit it off at the beginning. And, uh, but yeah, French would, uh, it would have definitely been my fault if we wrecked. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but uh, Fred French has been, I wouldn't say hard on me, uh, but he's been very real with me on this whole deal. Coming from where I came, uh, I was a little more aggressive racing. Uh, and to get into this deal, uh, he's definitely opened my eyes to be a better racer. Uh, I wish more people had the opportunity to talk to French mm. because I think people get the wrong interpretation of, of uh, French, but he, he has a true passion for this and true passion to wheel a race car correctly. Uh, and I have learned a lot from that man and I appreciate uh, all the conversations I've had with him. That's for sure. Yeah. I think that, um, uh, you know, the, the, the passion for that he has for, for good clean racing. I think, I think a lot of the stories that you might've heard about French and things like that. And, uh, a few of them are true, um, but uh, you know, yeah. a lot of it um, I think gets a, a little bit, a little bit exaggerated. But really, comes down to um, good, close, uh, respectful racing, and um, um, you know, I think it really laid a, a, you know a, a base for for all of us and and race saver um, being attracted to race saver, um, knowing that that was kind of the culture, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree 100%. He's, uh, he expects a lot. Uh, and there's good reasons and good intentions behind that. And that's, that's to, uh, for all of us to have fun and, and go home to our families. Well, I was, I was just hoping to get you to do your, your, your French impersonation. I talked Man, to, I, <laughs> I talked to Karen the other day and, uh, she, she forgot to, she forgot to write down my uh, phone number. She said, you know, I better write down my phone number because French has it. And I said, well, I said, I, I can't do it. I can't do it right. But I said, Bolak could, and it'd probably be something like, damn it, woman. You know, I, you know, you, you would do it better, but you know. Oh yeah. You, oh man. I haven't done it in so long. I'm trying to, <laughs> and I don't have enough uh, cold drinks in me to, uh, <laughs> to get it right. But, uh, now, I, I tell you, I, I, I can, I don't know, I can't say I can top that imitation because, man, if French hears this, uh, <laughs> that would be a conversation. But I, I, And this will probably lead me to the talk that I can get French out. But 2013, when I won the Nationals, was uh, a lot to do with French showing me how to race that track and to better my drive at that track. And uh, he actually drove me around a track in a Suburban at speeds that I didn't think a Suburban can go around a dirt track. <laughs> and that man showed me exactly how to run that track and what to do. And now the voice is coming out 
he says, if you turn the car and rotate at that weed, you will make this turn. And you turn this way and you come, I, I don't know. I can't do it right right now, but he showed me exactly how to run that track. And about halfway through that feature, trying to chase down uh, your car. Matter of fact, uh, Watkins was leading at the time. Uh, uh, I started to run exactly like he told me to race that track. And uh, we were clicking off lap times that I didn't even know I could do, honestly. And uh, I'll never forget that. So that was uh, something that, that I took for granted, and I still take for granted, that the time that he spends with his racers to make them better. And uh, that day, that night, it worked out. And it was uh, it was an awesome deal, man. I wish I could do his voice better. <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell anybody that uh, you know um, runs into Darren throughout the summer after the races, and you know give give him uh, one or two cold drinks and um, ask him for the delight you with the best French Grimes impersonation ever. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, cool. Uh, we certainly hope you get up to to Pennsylvania sometime this summer. We still got uh, we got a a Williams Grove later in the year, and and maybe you get up to the Keystone race. Um, I'm trying to see what we can work out to to uh, work with that uh, Carolina deal. It kind of got bumped to the week. I think the week after. The week um, after. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. We definitely uh, we definitely plan on coming up for the. Uh, Keystone race, like we, we've been trying to do each year. That's always a good show for us. We really enjoy seeing all the friends and all up there, and it's it's a good weekend. Uh, I hope we're a whole, lot, a whole lot faster at port. I still haven't got my speed where I need to be at port, but one day. Uh, but I think you all got BAPS on Friday night that week, or is that made yeah. a change? Yeah, we got a Friday and Saturday. So, you know, maybe that make it a little more worthwhile to make the trip, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something we look forward to. But you're right; it's it's uh, it's a tough month because the following week we got a doubleheader down at Carolinas for the Carolina Nationals. So uh, definitely want to be at that as well. So yeah, yeah. we definitely want to make it up that way, and, and that's why. I, and Rod, you know, I, I bug you when I can. If if we get rained out down here, uh, our race weekends in life are limited. So if it's designated a race weekend, we want to be racing somewhere. So that's when we'll. If we get rained out, we'll try to come up north. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and and yeah, you know, we've had that discussion before. And certainly, um, you're always always welcome. Uh, good to see you. Oh, hey, I appreciate that. Well, Darren, thank you so much for your time. We, I, re I personally really enjoyed your stories because I didn't know as much about the history of race saver sprints, and some of our listeners might not as well. So, thanks for sharing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Feel free to come back anytime. I, I, Rod will tell you, especially with a couple of cold drinks, the stories get long and lengthless. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds good. All right. All right good, good to talk to y'all. You too. Safe travels. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, we appreciate Darren Bullock being on the show. And I know personally, I learned a lot from him. There was a lot of uh, history and background knowledge of race saver sprints that I wasn't aware of. Um, and although um, we had thought about uh, getting Robbie Barchi on this show, uh, hopefully we'll get him on a future episode, right, Rod? 
Yeah, we're trying to trying to reach out and uh, extend, uh, uh, you know, welcome to all our surrounding regions and more throughout the, the country. Um, uh, you know, Robbie and uh, Laurel Highland Sprint Series uh, got uh, Bedford uh, starting up. That'll be their first race coming up this week. And then on to Hagerstown with Virginia Sprint Series. So I know those guys are looking forward to get started. And then on to uh, on to next week, uh, it sounds like uh, Clinton County is going to get going for Laurel Highlands. So, you know, hopefully we'll get back to Robbie and, and uh, maybe some uh, talk to Mass. Correct. Yeah, hopefully we can connect with Eddie and Erica Wagner, uh, who run the Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series, and Mike Sellers with the Carolina Sprint Tour, and even possibly Jim Haynes from Virginia Sprint Series. So uh, we definitely have plenty of people to talk to and or have the opportunity to possibly talk to. Um, but I think that's it for the show. Yeah, I'm excited uh, how, how we're doing and uh, hopefully uh, continue to, to do this on a regular basis. Um, thanks for everybody for listening. Uh, thanks for letting us come out to play.